Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you? Welcome to. <laughs> Stop it! Stop! <laughs> oh God! Welcome to Pussy Talk. <laughs> I can't do it. Hi guys, welcome to Pussy Talk. We are having a laugh attack because it's Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. We just had a little bit of a lovers quarrel. Listen, sometimes you need a lover's quarrel to spice <laughs> things up. Look at us now. <laughs> Laughing. We're not actually lovers. But We're we not. do. We have friendship love between us. We do have a lot of friendship love. Happy Valentine's wow. Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. So it's episode seven here at Pushita. And it is the universal, I was going to say national, but really it's the global day of love. Global day Valentine's day. day. Only one day. Only one day. Mm. Only one. Fuck all those other days. Fuck those other days. You get one day. You get one day, love. You only get one. And the pressure's on to make it special. To make it fucking perfect. Unforgettable. Unreal. (laughs) Unrealistic. Unsatisfying. (laughs) Valentine's Day. (laughs) Wow. That is actually exactly what happens. I have to agree. It's really uh, a lot to live up to. It's all of the above. If you're in a relationship... And if you're not in a relationship, it's just a reminder of how depressed and lonely you are. It's just a reminder that no one loves you. Aw, oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. That is a lie. That's not... I just I, I just got in a silly mood. Relax, everyone. I got in a silly mood. You're I'm sorry. Loved. You're loved. You're lovable. You're loved. Of course you're loved. Just the way you are. Five, six, seven, eight. Because you're amazing. Oh. Just the way you are. Wow. I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah, I didn't know where I was going with that, but But I I went there. But I faked it. Like many women fake a lot of stuff. Uh, Wow, I'm coming up with a lot of zingers right now. What's going on? Really? You're a little snarky today. I know, I'm not sure why. It's Valentine's Day, that's why. You only get one day, one day of love to... Fulfill every fantasy and also destroy them. <laughs> yeah, right. And if you are by yourself, fuck it. Who cares? Who care? I don't care. I don't care. What well, was it? It's just Wednesday. Yeah, it's just Wednesday. It's just a fucking Wednesday. You got shit to do. You got shit to do. You got work to do tomorrow. You got a self to take care of. Yeah, you got, you got, you got things to do. Yeah, you're busy. Valentine's Day. Why? What is it? Valentine's Day Valentine's Day is a weird day, first of all. Valentine's Day, okay, so it's Sam Valentine's, right? And Sam Valentine's actually nobody knows how many Sam Valentine's there were. When you say Sant, like do you Saint mean Saint. Right. <laughs> Did I was I saying Sant? Saint Valentine's Day. Uh, sorry, it's Saint. Saint. That's like Saint Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know there's so many Saint Saint Valentine's everywhere. There's there's the Saint Valentine's over here and there's Saint Valentine's over there and uh yeah. all right 
Anyways, Good. no, Good Saint, one. Saint Valentine's, Saint. There were, there were different Saint Valentine's, Saint Valentine's. Saint Valentine. Um, Saint Valentine. Saint Valentine. Saint Valentine. Saint Valentine. Saint Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> well, two accents. Well, yeah, it's just, Every time we say Saint Valentine's, it's a different accent. There's one Saint Valentino. Uh, ah. San Valentino. I guess one legend says that this Valentine man was a priest and that um, he actually served during the third century in Rome. Oh, well, of course. Of course. But when Emperor Claudius II, I always. I Ew, can't. Claudius II. <laughs> Let's just do accents for everything. <laughs> Claudius. I can't. The second. Claudius the second. Not the first. But the second. And not the third. This is serious. Okay, wow. Okay, guys. Third century. Okay, Claudius the second decided that single men were best uh, for the army and were better... Um, as soldiers. And then those other men that had wives and families, well, they could stay with their wives and families, but the single men were to be in the army and were meant to be soldiers. So he outlawed marriage for these young men. Now this Valentine, right, he saw the injustice and realizing all of this, he uh, started to perform secret marriages for young lovers. Now obviously Claudius found out about this. (laughs) Who told him? Who Who told told him? Who told him? That's, (laughs) that's, the person that should have gotten their <laughs> head cut off. <laughs> Anyways, he was discovered and he was sentenced to death. Now, there's another um, story that suggests that this other wait, Valentine... Wait. Valentine was sentenced to death for marrying... For, for marrying young men. Young, young, uh, young couples in secret. But what may, <clears throat> why is a single man a better soldier? Because he has nothing to... Live for? Well, because because he's nothing to live for. for. (laughs) God, maybe because maybe because yeah, no distractions, and you can probably train the young men. Just I don't know, train them into having a singular mind only for war, only for battle. You know, killing, killing. Yeah, war machine. Machine. Yeah, right. So yeah, may I? I mean, that's the only real reason why I think. I mean, why he outlawed it, but God, to outlaw marriage, how would you even like? Did he have a wife? Who? Claudius. Claudius. Claudius! I I, don't know if he had a wife. I bet he did. It's a little bit hypocritical there. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's kind of silly to outlaw marriage for all the young men. Then how can you continue civilization? That's true, because either. You're going to war and getting killed. Right. Or you're going to war and you have, like, nothing to come back to. Right. Claudius was an idiot. Yeah, that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Well, he's long dead now. <laughs> Good for us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Good for marriage. Good for marriage. Good for love. But, like, 
how cool of Valentine to say, you know what? I'm going to go rogue. I don't agree with this policy. Yeah. I'm going to stand up for... For love. For love. And for union. Yeah. And for family. Commitment. And commitment. And, you know, procreate and love, really. Yeah. I think, yeah, that, that was a great act of defiance. Yeah. Something maybe worth dying for. I don't know. But he did. Do you think he thought it was worth dying for? I don't know. I mean, he, you know, I want to know how many people he married. I mean, I wonder, like, a spiritual person like that, because he was a priest, you know, he, especially in that era of history, spirituality or connection to God was as important as, you know, your marriage or other relationships. So maybe there was, like, a deep connection to, to his principles and to what he thought was the will of God, where he did feel like it was worth dying for. I don't know. I don't know. That would make sense, though. That does make sense. Oh, Valentine. Yeah. Like, I can't think of anything I feel like is worth dying, dying for. But love? Is, no. is love worth dying for? No. I don't, I don't know if it's worth dying for. Well, it depends what situation you're in. Right. I mean, I guess I've heard parents say, you know, like, when you have a child, you experience a love that you really can't fathom until you have a child where it's like, like my friend was saying, you know, this guy I'm dating, I really love him. But if he was on the train tracks, like and the train was coming, I'd be like, babe, I love you. Oh my God. But if it was my child, I would jump down and protect her. And if we had to die together, I would be okay with that. So maybe having a child... You know, that well, kind of a love also is... also a child is small. It's something yeah. that does, can't protect himself, doesn't know any better. But that's like... a different kind of love that maybe is worth dying for. Whereas, like, I don't know if you're significant others. But it depends. Ooh, it depends. It depends. And you never know how you're going to react in certain situations. What if your loved one is, like, in the middle of the road, like, looking at his phone or something? I was going to say looking at the sky, but now... <laughs> I feel like nowadays everyone just like walks everywhere looking at their phone. They cross the street and they're looking at their phone and yeah. it's like they're driving dude, looking they're at their phone. Driving looking at their phone, pooping and looking at their phone. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You look at your phone all the time. But you know, like if somebody's crossing the road or something, your your loved one, you know, your husband or your boyfriend or whatever, somebody that you really love, you know, or have been together for a while or whatever. And you see them there, and you're like, oh, my God, hi. And you're like, you know, typical movie scene. You, like, run and, like, push him out of the way, and and then you die. I like, just, no. No. I don't think it's worth dying for, so your partner can be looking at their phone. They should just die. You were looking at your phone. <laughs> you you weren't even just looking both ways. Die. How fucking yeah, like, are you? Are you playing a, an, on an app or something? Like, what were they actually looking at? Would be the question. So that's your deciding factor? <laughs> Depends on what they're looking at. If you're writing me a text, then I'll save you. If you're playing Candy Crush, you get crushed. You get crushed. Yeah. Wow, that's fucked this up. This took a dark turn. <laughs> took a Very dark, dark. dark turn. Well, luckily, St. Valentine's wasn't like us. <laughs> luckily. Well, who knows if, you know, obviously... We weren't there, so we can't know if he was willingly 
if he was willing to die for love or not, but he so, did. Sounds like it. I mean, I feel like in that era, going against the emperor's rule is a risking death. Right. It wasn't like a surprise or something. But there was another Valentine. Oh, there was another Valentine. There was another. Oh, there well, was... okay, but what the first Valentine was killed on February 14th. Is that right? Uh, they didn't say a date, to be honest. Yeah, they, uh, well, all the Saint, 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 all the Saint Valentine. Saint Valentine. Saint Valentine's all pretty much died in February. Oh. But it, there's, there's very little known about these uh, saints because, I don't know, there's just very little that is known about them. Saint Valentine. Okay, well, there is another Valentine. Okay. That was also, of course, killed. Um, because he he was attempting to help the Christians escape uh, the Roman prisons, and um, I guess he was imprisoned, uh, and he wrote his first Valentine's to a woman that he fell in love with. He fell in love with a young girl, said that it's maybe his jailer's daughter. That's what I heard. Right. The jailer's daughter. Who Who visited him, right, during his confinement. And she was blind. That's what I heard. Well, how did he write her a letter and expect her to read it? I don't know. Because he cured her blindness right before they killed him. Very romantic. That's so fucked up. But I do think there's a question about how could she have read the letter if she was blind. Until just because you regain your sight. If you don't know how to read, you don't know how to read. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He cured her blindness and also And taught her how to read. Fucking magical. Yeah, he was magical. Magical Valentine. That's right. Sweet magic Valentine. Oh, that's a that's an oldie. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I got some I got some things up my sleeve. Yeah, well he, he wrote her this this love letter and he signed it from your Valentine. Because that was his name. Because that was his name, and then that's why we now say, you know, be my Valentine's. Mm. I'm your Valentine. Cure my blindness and get yeah. decapitated yep. the next day. Is that what that means? That's <laughs> Will love. you be my Valentine? No, thank you. Um, I... I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass. Well, if you're willing to die and also give me, like... Amazing abilities. Visions. Yeah, yeah but I get twenty twenty. But imagine if he if he cured her from blindness, which first of all sounds I mean, like bullshit. Well, there are divine miracles out there. There yeah. are divine miracles. There we, are. We we don't know. It's, it's true. We don't know. But imagine all the other stuff he could have done. Yeah. If they hadn't killed him. If they hadn't killed him. He could cure blindness. What else? He, oh, well, anyways, he's gone. He's gone. Long gone. He's gone. And all these legends are very are very murky. How did he write her a letter from jail? Buddies. You got buddies. But, like, even what was the writing instrument at that time? Like, the quill or... Chalk. Chalk. I don't think that's true. A rock. Carmen. A rock. Yeah, I carved it into the stone walls of the prison, maybe. I mean, how how long was he in there? Because to carve stone, it takes time. Yeah, that takes time. What kind of stone was it? Some they stone. didn't have paper. Did they have paper? I don't know. This was your project of research. 
Okay, first of all, this was not my project to research. Okay, we're talking about St. Valentine's, all right? <laughs> and you said you read the same fucking thing. I did. All right. I'm throwing you all of these rogue questions. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You are not prepared to answer. No one is prepared to answer because nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. The only evidence of a Valentine. I guess it's still, it still exists. It was a poem uh, written in 1415 by Charles, the Duke of Orléans. Oh, Charles. Charles. The Duke, the Duke Charles. The Duke of Orléans. And um, yeah, he wrote this poem to his wife while he was imprisoned in the Tower of London. There's a lot of prison in the history of Valentine's Day. Yeah, because Valentine's is dark love is a prison love is a love honestly it kind of is <laughs> it's a delicious prison delicious prison it is a prison okay so shawl tell me about shawl well i don't i'm not gonna tell you about oh. shawl i just know that that's the only poem that exists today that like gives some sort of validity to like where you know this valentine stuff comes from because nobody really knows all of the stories of the other saints like it's all very very murky i am uh, telling you what i found on the history channel so if the history channel doesn't know more than that then i don't i mean i'm sure there's there's other resources i only looked at like national geographic and the history channel and stuff like that and they I don't know. I, 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 there's not like concrete evidence as to who these Valentines were or Valentinis. Valentinis or what they, what exactly they did. It's all very murky. Uh, I found the poem. <gasps> Read the poem. Okay. <clears throat> Farewell to love, Duke of Orleans, 1415. Original. French English. I'm excited. I am already sick of love. Wow. Well, he was in prison. So he was. Like... I am already sick of love, my very gentle Valentine, since for me you were born too soon, and I, for you, was born too late. I guess he was a lot older. Maybe. Oh my god, this is heartbreaking. It, he's in prison. Well, right, but wow. Okay, continue. God forgives him who has estranged me from you for the whole year. I am already sick of love, my very gentle Valentine. Well, might I have suspected that such a destiny thus would have happened this day, how much that love would have commanded. I am already sick of love, my very gentle Valentine. Well, it is a poem. The end. That's the English translation. I bet it's better in French. It's always better in the original language. Well, there you go. That's it. Wow. That's very sad. I know. Was he killed? Probably. Yeah, he was killed. And and um, hmm. How how old? What what was the age range? Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? In fourteen ten, at the age of sixteen, Charles married Bun of Armagnac. Who was then aged 11. Wow. That's fucked up. 
He was 16 and she was 11. Yeah, but also back then people did not live as long as we live today. Okay, but do you want to be married at 11? But it was different back then. I don't think they were seen as like the Duke or whatever. They weren't seen as children. 16, that's a 16 year old child. You know, like back then it was like you're 16, 17, you're already like a man with serious responsibilities. Yeah, but at 11 you're not a woman. Do you even menstruate? Who menstruates at 11? A lot of women, I think. Yes. Back then, though? I'm not sure. Like, that's rare. Maybe, though. But back then, everything was done much, much younger, I feel like. No? Especially in the noble uh, circles, no? 11? I know, I know. Eleven. Yeah, eleven is fucked up. Carmen. Eleven is. To, uh, listen, I don't know. I, I, I know now in today's uh, standards, obviously eleven, even sixteen, is like, oh my god, what do you mean you were married at sixteen? At eleven? What? Eleven. But back then, no, I don't think that's fourteen. What was it? Fourteen, seventeen, fourteen, fourteen, 15? ten. Fourteen, ten. That was a shitload of years ago. Anyway, 11 is still too young. It doesn't matter when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, that was very romantic. (laughs) From child to child. (laughs) Childhood love poems from prison. Yeah, that was the oldest poem. From Charles to his 11-year-old wife. (laughs) Well, she might have not been 11 when he wrote the poem. She could have been like 13. We don't know when he died. And that makes all the difference. <laughs> no. No. Anyway, let's move on. Anyway. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, yeah. Oh, and you know what I also found out that it's like crazy to me? The um, celebration of Lupercalia. Oh. The celebration of Lupercalia. Obviously, I didn't know about this before, but it was uh, during the pagan Roman times, and I guess there's there's a couple of different stories. There's the story of like uh, the Roman men would get naked mm-hmm. and sacrifice a goat and a dog, so they would sacrifice a goat for uh, fertility Aww. and a dog for purification, like slit their throat sacrifice. I think a little bit more than that. I think they like skin them. Alive? I don't think alive. I think they would like kill them and then like drain the blood and then like take little strips of their skin and dip those strips in the sacrificial blood. And then what they would do is they would slap women around with these like strips of skin and blood. Like they would just like, some accounts say gently. And some say they would just, like, would beat the women with, like, this blood. But apparently the women loved it. And, like, they would get in line to get, like, slapped around with this strips of goat skin and and dog skin and blood. And it was for fertility. It was a fertility festival. I mean, that sounds all very reasonable. Uh, Yeah. You're completely fucking reasonable. <laughs> Slap me around with blood and make me more yeah. fertile? Fuck yeah, that. Yeah. Those two things go hand in hand. Blood and fertilization? Well, dead animal hide 
slapping and ovulation. I mean, yeah. I don't know why people didn't think of that before, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. I don't know why people don't still do that today. Honestly, we should get in line. I would be the first <laughs> to slap no. you around. I don't want to sacrifice a dog. No. Or, or a goat. I like goats. Goats are fine. I like goats. But anyway. I like goat's milk. It's better for you. Goat's milk is good. I like goat cheese. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who doesn't love goat cheese? Anyways. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, I guess the women would put their names in this, like, communal bowl. and Like, could they write? Well, somebody had to put their names inside. I, I mean, I'm sure they could write. Because they had to put their names, like, on a little piece of thing a little piece of paper. Well, what did it was they like use? a raffle. Did they have paper or pens? <laughs> These questions. Does that even matter? Maybe they wrote it with the animal blood. I mean, that could work as ink. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think that anyone knows exactly how they got the names got written, but I don't think that's the big deal. I think what the big deal is, <laughs> the women would put their names in this fucking bowl, and the men of the city would just like, it was a lottery matchmaking, and the men would just like pick a paper where a woman's name was written, and then they got matched, and they had to like live together for a year. And some of those, like, matchmakings, I guess, they turned into marriages and some didn't. And then it was like, back to the bowl next year. Hopefully I pick somebody else. That's... Isn't that crazy? really fucked up dating app. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? That's like really fucked What up. if you got matched up with, like, the village idiot? And you're like, fuck. Yeah, right. I have to be with this a guy year. for a year. Like... At his house, or how did the logistics match up? That's what I I'm not sure. Know. That's that's what there was. I don't know. I don't know how the logistics would match up, but some say like some accounts. Like I was reading on NPR, there was a a thing. Uh, there was an article about this, and um, they said that it was like a brutal fet. This brutal fet included matchmaking lottery. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's some accounts that say that priests did this sacrifice, like the goat mm, and the right. and the dog, and then some other accounts say that it was like Roman naked men. So I'm not. I mean, there's a big like were the priests naked? Maybe it was a naked. I would highly priest. doubt that the priests would get naked. But weren't they pagan? Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah maybe that's true. Well, I mean, everyone else was getting naked. I guess so. I don't know, man. Honestly, I don't know. What a wild time. Wild fucking time. Until the Christians, of course, came and they were like, well, this Whoa, is... Oh, this is too far. What's going on? <laughs> Naked men, wait. Where? You must be clothed, but please continue slapping the women around with blood. That's right, please, yes. <laughs> Just marry her first. Just marry her first. <laughs> And give her 20 children and then leave her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so then the Christians came over and they were like, well, something's kind of... Oh, she's a bit uncomfortable. I don't know how I feel about this. So then they kind of turned this uh, Lupercalia festival into what we now call, like, Valentine's. They kind of... 
turned these saints now into into saints and they because they died during the same time and i didn't say this but the festival lupercalia was uh february 15th i believe so since everything was all around the same sort of time they were like you know what let's just turn this festival into a sort of valentine's festival fertility love like it just kind of became that chocolate well this was so popular at the time that they couldn't get rid of it like Mm. this festival was like the festival it was the fertility festival and and even coachella it's like Burning Man. He exactly like Burning Man. <laughs> Actually, I've never been to Burning Man. Me neither. I yeah, don't. So I have no fucking clue what it that sounds. Like. Awful. It sounds very dirty. Dirty, hot, dusty, thirsty, thirsty, smelly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. All, all the E's. <laughs> Just like this. Festival. Yeah. Actually, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if it was not like for you know the three days or whatever but the burning man Uh uh-huh not the hitting me with a dead animal flesh and pull my name out of a bowl and i have to live with you for a year like what if they had children well what was most amazing is that like the women were all for it it seems well those were the accounts that like the women were that this was a huge deal and like for me it's just It's not like... It's not ideal. It's not ideal. <laughs> it's right. really... It's like, to find ideal. a partner like that is just... But maybe that's the only opportunity they had. I don't know. I'm trying to make some shit up. I don't know, Carmen. I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, that's kind of what it became. And then, I guess, during the Renaissance era, Shakespeare... And other writers kind of romanticized the whole thing. and Well, I was reading that Chaucer, the February 14th was solidified because of Chaucer's poem, which talked about February 14th is the day that birds choose their mate. Mm. It was like this romantic poem about, you know, some birds mate for life. And the day that they choose their mate is February 14th. That's, I was reading that that's how it became like the modern day February 14th Mm. was based on that poem. But maybe it was already in the calendar as like this holiday. I I feel like it was, I feel like it's all of these things that kind of. Cumulative. uh Uh-huh. That now that's what became what we know as the most ridiculous holiday ever yeah that's right well tell me some of those ridiculous in what sense like the money spent the waste created well, it's just it's just so silly like it's so silly I, I listen well i'm a little bit torn about this okay i'm a little bit torn about this because i've heard a lot of women today well leading up to today say you know I told my husband or my boyfriend or whatever not to get me flowers. I don't want to go out. I don't want to spend money. Like, don't give me a card. Like, don't give me, you know, stupid chocolates. Like, I don't want any of that. Don't want a fucking teddy bear. Okay. Right. (laughs) A teddy bear. 
I don't like teddy bears either. Why a teddy bear? But like the thing, the thing about women, I feel like now, right? I've heard all of these things. Okay. I don't want this. I don't want that. Don't give me this. Don't give me that. I don't want, <laughs> actually, I haven't heard a woman say, I don't want jewelry. That's, I don't want flowers. I don't want teddy bear. I don't want chocolate. Like, yes, let's not go out. I don't need to go out to a fancy restaurant. Just get some Thai food, bring it home and we'll watch TV. Those are the kind of things that I've heard today. And even though women say that, okay, as soon as they receive a, even one rose, like one <laughs> tiny fucking little detail, and that same woman is like, oh, oh God. <laughs> I see you looking at my flowers. That's right. When you're giving this story. That's right, because I remember someone that was like, eh, flowers don't give all the waste and all the eh. and then she received these fucking amazing flowers oh, from someone you from heard us awesome husband you heard someone saying this i wonder who that someone okay. is okay i will say i do feel a bit hypocritical about my feelings about valentine's day because i think it's a stupid holiday i think it's stupid that people are pushed into this place of obligation where they feel like they have to demonstrate their love for their partner on February 14th because it's a holiday. I mean, you were doing research. It does create a ton of waste. Like how oh, it's much terrible, like what it takes to how many flowers, like 90 million flowers or something. No, no. Well, well, people spend Two billion on flowers. Two billion. Two bill. I mean, think of what you could do with two billion dollars to do some good in the world. Yeah. And it's it's not because people are doing that because they are moved to do it. Like most people are doing it because they feel like they have to. Obligation. Yeah, obligation. And no one wants to receive like a gift of love out of obligation. So I do have like my own issues with the dumbness of the holiday but I will tell you I was not expecting any flowers my husband's out of town I wasn't I didn't think about it I wasn't expecting it and I get this knock on the door and I hate answering the door if I don't know who's knocking like (laughs) sometimes people have knocked on the door and I just won't answer the door oh my god I'm an introvert I'm a homebody (laughs) I don't want someone invading my space I get it I get it there have been many times that I, I almost didn't answer the door. I was like, who the fuck is knocking? Who is this? It was really early this morning. And I opened the door and I went, oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. These are beautiful. I was like, so pleased. But you know me. why, though? I don't think it's hypocrisy. I think it's because you were not expecting it. I wasn't. And, and he wasn't here. And, and it's nice to receive things when you're not expecting it, when it's not an obligation, when it's not like I have to. Yeah. He sent you a beautiful totally. bouquet because he knew that you guys weren't going to be spending the night together. And it's, it's a thoughtful thing, but it's not out of like, okay, honey, here are your my flowers. Wife. Ugh. Yeah. That's the voice that he talks with. I don't yeah. know if you've... All men talk in that yes. voice. <laughs> That's the man. Look at you flowers. I think the thing, what was really nice about it was that he had obviously clocked the holiday ahead of time and knew he was going to be out of town and like made the effort. It just made me feel like loved and, and thought of. 
So that but was, that's nice. That was nice. Yeah, that's nice was. because again, it's not something that you expected, and it's it's it was planned. But he was thinking of you ahead of time, which that's nice. It's not like some like last minute like oh. Well, because I went grocery shopping today, and I was looking around, I was seeing all these guys like grabbing the grocery store uh. flowers, and I was like, <laughs> lame. <laughs> I had such a like grocery store flowers. I know. I know. Like, uh, it's fine. It's fine. But it's that, obli- it's out of obligation. Yeah, it's like when you, ha- when you like go to a party or something and you're like, oh, I you have get to those stop. those shitty carnation No, like you gotta flowers. stop by the grocery store to yeah. get, some- like you have to, you know? Because yeah. you can't, you can't go to the place empty handed. So right. you have to do it. And that's what I feel about grocery store flowers. There's some, unless I love orchids. So, like, if you get me, like, an orchid or something, I'm like, oh, my God. But, like, there's something so beautiful about just, like, a flower arrangement. Because you you put the time, you say, okay, I want these colors and, you know, like, you put it together. And it's not just, like, I don't know. Yeah, store-bought flowers is not, like. They're the, they're fine they're fine but it's like oh fuck i forgot i, I better, forgot or i better do it yeah or not even that i forgot it's just like Ugh. yeah yeah and like valentine's day is big business big business whatever it started out as from these decapitated saints it's become something very Different. But it's kind of nauseating. I was looking up um, uh, the numbers uh, provided by the National Retail Federation. The total spending for this holiday is expected to go over $18.2 billion. Dollars. $18.2 billion? Wow. That's, that's so much That's money. insane to me. Out of obligation out of obligation out of maybe you want to show your partner love in different ways at different times during the year but like for it all to be spent around this one holiday but that's only in in flowers candy chocolate like we already said there was two billion dollars worth in flowers there's 1.7 billion spent on just candy there's um, one billion on greeting cards. There's like there's one thing that said couples will exchange 190 million greeting cards. Can you wow. imagine? I know jewelry. The total amount spent on jewelry is 4.3 billion. Well, like and restaurants, I'm sure it's big business for yeah. a lot of different industries. Like to me, that's crazy. It's crazy how, it's crazy how, you can spend so much money on one day. Yet, I guess because I think these are just uh, the numbers for for the U.S. Oh so wow! I, I wouldn't even know what it would be like for the whole world. This is not. For the whole world, I think. National Retail Federation. Wow. So it's that's just, just the U.S. That's just the U.S. So then... And it's like, Valentine's Day is always a disappointment. It's always... But for me, I'm like, okay, if you are going to... If this is now such a big business, and it's going to continue to be such a big business, why don't, like, at least, I don't know, 3% of all of this revenue is put towards... Um, uh, healthcare 
or something like that. Something right. to take care of your body and to love your body. Like, why aren't there any foundations that are, or why isn't it required from the government if the people are raising or are spending so much money in this one day? Like, why is it not like a law from the government saying, listen, all of these, you know, uh, different companies or whatever, flowers, chocolate, let's tax all of these so that at least, or I don't know how, what would be the correct way of doing this, but like to let some of the, some of this money that is spent on, I was going to say stupid shit, but like that is spent on this silly holiday is actually invested back into the public itself. And like, Helping us be more, I don't know, healthy. Yeah. Or donated or build a school or, or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. There's so mm -hmm. many fucking causes and I'm sick of like, I don't know, always hearing the government saying, well, we don't have enough funding for this or we don't have enough for that. We don't have enough funding for schools. We don't have right. enough. Like, do you know what People I'm are saying? spending the money. People are spending the money. People so it's are spending it. So why not? capitalize on the capitalism you know for exactly. the good of the people for the good of the people and like put it as like i don't know the the valentine's day law <laughs> that would be fucking interesting the it valentine's would. day law law every penny that is spent or or just the total revenue that is spent on this one holiday three percent goes back into the schools to help children and their education or some shit like that tell me who especially around this fucking holiday who would be opposed to that that's all about love and giving and blah right. blah like i wonder if something like that could actually be i mean this is me totally thinking about it on the fly but i wonder if something like this could actually be doable right or even if like companies wanted to choose like oh we donate three percent to Planned Parenthood or where the companies could choose because then as a consumer you could choose specific companies based on whatever they actually support but I feel like it would almost have it would have to be a law like I think that you know all these other businesses are not gonna opt to losing like two percent or three percent of their fucking revenue is just to donate to someone all I mean, these it would money be great people. if they did but then it's like once you involve the government where's the government gonna choose and that might ruffle some of feathers and then people don't want to blah 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 oh, blah that's blah. so true that's so yeah. true that's so true you yeah evolve into well that was a good thought it was a good thought and maybe who knows it's never gonna happen but <laughs> i know but it would be it would be great if people as a collective whole would choose to not spend this money another way because you spend your money you work hard for your money and you spend it however it is you like to spend it but then at least part of that especially on this i mean it's such a silly holiday well i have an example of using capitalism to then invest into helping others giving back to the what community in a way so you were mentioning the greeting cards the 190 million greeting cards that get sent so many in one year one day one fucking day one fucking day so and you, and you actually <laughs> never like you never 
who cares about the freaking car? You just put it in a shoebox, and then you right. never see it again. Or you just throw it away. Or you After, throw it away. keep it for a few weeks, and then you're like, okay, I'm done, and you throw it away. You do? I keep my cards. It depends on, it depends. On I keep all the cards that people give me. I keep some of them. Oh, God, all the, no. Carmen. Well, I mean, it's not like I get millions of cards from people. Like, people rarely give cards anymore, I feel like. Well, they used to give a lot of cards. They used to give a lot. And so, you know, the Hallmark company has really capitalized on greeting cards. But before that company even existed, there was a enterprising young woman who basically brought the Valentine's Day card to the States. They call her the mother of the American Valentine. The mother of the American Valentine. Which is ironic because she never married or had any children. <laughs> but she was the mother of the American Valentine. So she was a young lady named Esther Halland, who was from Worcester, Mass. Born in 1828. And she had gone to Mount Holyoke. She went to college and graduated at the age of 19. Wow. In 1847, which at that time I feel like was pretty rare. Maybe it wasn't, but it seemed like it's rare for women to have been educated, college educated in the 1800s. You mean you didn't do your research? I didn't do all of it. <laughs> I could fake it though. Fake it. It was. It uh, was quite rare uh, for women. Uh, that's me faking it. That took that a was, turn. <laughs> yeah. That, actually, that's not... Well, I... Sometimes you know, I'm too spontaneous. <laughs> you know, it's not in anyone's best interest to fake an orgasm. This is true, ladies. Because don't do it. then you're training the guy to think you like something that you don't actually like. And it's like a lose-lose for both of you. Imagine all the guys that think they're fucking amazing because the women have been faking it all their lives. Yeah, and if you're like committed to that person you're just gonna get a lifetime of stuff you don't like it's a lose-lose anyway back to esther right. howland right 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 let's refocus this. refocus okay so she went to mount holyoke graduated college at the age of 19 one of her classmates was emily dickinson which is a cool fun fact like some you know so fucking awesome. women doing cool shit so her father owned a book binding and stationery store in worcester and there's different versions of how she got her hands on this valentine, but she got her hands on a valentine card from Europe, which at that time, it was like a rich person's thing. It had all this ornate lace and ribbons, and they were very expensive. It wasn't something that was accessible to the masses, but she got this ornate valentine card. So one story is that she was apprenticing at her dad's business and she would collect and read the mail and there was a valentine card in the mail that was how she found it but then there's another story that it was a valentine given to her by a colleague of her father which is kind of gross Fuck. like a friend of her father probably her dad but wait a minute she would she would open the letters well if she was like checking the mail for the business yeah, I mean, that's like a job of like an... an oh, a, checking the mail for yeah. the business. Yeah, like right, an right. assistant opens the mail for the boss. Right, of course. Right. And somebody sent the Valentine's well, to someone in the office. There's different stories. That's one of the stories. Unclear. But the other story that's a little more creepy is like, oh, her dad's friend gave her a Valentine, which is probably trying to hit on her because she was 
19. Of course. Uh, anyway. Nothing much has changed. Nothing huh? has changed. <laughs> yeah, so she saw this ornate valentine and was like, hmm, I bet I could do a better job. And so she bought some lace and some ribbon and she made 12 samples of these valentine's cards. And her brother also worked for the dad's business. So she gave him the samples to see if he could get some order orders for these valentine's cards on his next sales trip. So she was like 20 at the time, 1920. So So she was hoping for $200 of orders, give or take. And when her brother came back, he had $5,000 worth of orders for these cards. Can you imagine? Can you imagine you're her and then you're like hoping and praying that somebody's going to like your cards? I hope somebody likes my Valentine cards. Oh, I hope somebody loves my Valentine Day card. I put some lace and I put some ribbon and I put this color and that color. And you can get it for 25 cents. (laughs) Oh, it's so affordable. (laughs) And then you send your brother and you're like hoping for the best, you know. Because they then, didn't have cell phones right? or email. So you're waiting all She this wouldn't time. have known. He would just be gone for weeks. Weeks. And then weeks you're like trying to, you know, think and fantasize. Oh my gosh, the cards, people hate him or not. And then he comes back and he has $5,000 worth. That has to have been like such a... Like, she must have been elated over yeah. the moon. $5,000 was a huge amount of money back then. And she was, like, 20. Like, so entrepreneurial, enterprising, smart. Like, it wasn't something that Americans were doing because they couldn't afford it. It was I was too expensive. And so right. she was like, there's a need in this market. I have an idea of how to fill it. And it was just, like, that magical joining of like an innovative idea and the right timing because people were feeling sentimental about love and blah de blah so now she's got five thousand dollars worth of orders that she has to fulfill so what she did was she hired all of her girlfriends of course gave them jobs she ordered the supplies and for women that couldn't come to her, if they had to work from home, she would just have a driver deliver like a box of supplies that they would need for the week. They could work from home and then the driver would come and pick them up. So she was creating all these jobs for what she hired all women and basically created some kind of assembly line to get fulfill all these orders and fulfill, you know, however many thousands there were. And from then on, she was in business for decades. She was like a big employer in Worcester. She, at one point, her business was pulling in like $100,000 a year, which with what that would be equal to today is like $1.6 million in, in sales. That's incredible. I know. But not only in the sales price, it's like giving the women and empowering the women to have financial freedom and to do more than just be at home and be a, a, a and at home you know stay at home mother and wife and everything if these women had to stay at home she could at least provide that that freedom of totally. you are more than this like yeah, you can I mean, help like this was long before women had the right to vote <sighs> yet she was like this innovative businesswoman and that's so inspiring i know it's And it's a great example of, like, using capitalism to then empower other people, Mm -hmm. which is, 
the name of the game, right? Like we're talking about, oh, it's such a gross holiday with all these billions of dollars people are spending out of obligation and that's capitalism. But if you can use that kind of money and then reinvest it into helping people, that's like a beautiful thing. Yeah, but then what happened after, you know, after she started really becoming successful? I mean, were the hands, were the hands, were the cards handmade? Yeah, they were always handmade. Yeah, they were always handmade. So she, of course, people started to copy her. Once the word was out, she's getting successful. Other companies will copy her. So she would mark all of her cards with a big H, like a big red H on the back to to differentiate them. But yeah, they were always handmade. She eventually sold it in her early 50s to her biggest competitor. She just, she incorporated and sold the company and then retired to take care of her dad. Who was the biggest competitor? George something. Oh, okay. It was pre-Hallmark. Okay, pre-Hallmark. It was a, just like another business guy. Got it. Um, George Wolf or something like that. And then she took care of her ailing dad until he died. And then she died single. She never married, didn't have kids. She was like a businesswoman until the end. That's very interesting that you would create such a... Sell love. (laughs) Well, that you would sell love and create such an empire and, you know, and are so giving like that um, and providing all these, you know, women with this awesome opportunity But then you don't, I wonder why was it, was it because the men were too, at the time, were too um, intimidated by her power or, and I mean financial power because I highly doubt that, I mean, I'm sure not a lot of women at that time made even close to that amount of money. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that would probably be a tough to find a date if you're like running a business empire as a woman which in and of itself was so rare and probably not encouraged and then to be so financially free i wonder how the men viewed that at the time like is it like wow this woman is amazing she's Mm. done or like she's a man she's a man yeah i can't date. i mean maybe she was a lesbian too you know and that's why she never married a guy that could be potential there's not a ton about her biography it was more just about how she started this business but i'm interested to know more about her personal life and what she valued beyond building a pretty kick-ass business interesting yeah the mother of valentine you see you don't have to be with anyone the mother of valentine was single ladies and gentlemen the mother of Valentine was single. She never got married. She was happy. Well, we don't know that. Well, we don't know that. We don't know that. But she was successful. Quite successful. She was successful. Well, yeah, we don't know that. I mean, it's hard to be the first of anything when you're a pioneer like that, you know, to build a business to as a woman, to hire only women. It's hard to, to stand in that kind of, what's the word? To stand so far outside what is accepted and expected. Mm. It's got to be lonely. You know, it's it's hard to... Yeah, I suppose. It's hard enough to run a business, period. But then to be like the only entrepreneurial woman 
probably in the whole state. I mean, it wasn't like there was a ton of women CEOs walking around. Imagine all the freaking balls she must have had to, like, deal with, you know, men at the yeah. time. You know, probably talking to her like she didn't understand things. Mansplaining, Mansplaining. at the time. You That's know? right. I mean, her brother was probably really pissed. Like, the salesman brother who took the orders. Because he was, like, coming up in the ranks of or daddy's maybe not. company. maybe not. Maybe they were a very supportive family. Maybe they were a very supportive family. We don't know. We don't know anything. It's all speculation. Excellent. But, you know, to piggyback on this idea of, like, loneliness. Like, the loneliness of running your own business. Valentine's Day, apparently, can be very depressing. I mean, apparently. I've been depressed on Valentine's Day. It can be a very depressing holiday there's hearts everywhere there's flowers everywhere balloons everywhere you're comparing like if you are single or if you're in a relationship that's not great endless commercials that's right like showing you what you're supposed to feel and how you're supposed to be coupled and what's wrong with your life if you don't have someone have you seen those like commercials that like the diamond commercials that's like Get this stone. The, it's a, it's a, it's tell a ring. Tell her she's unique. Yeah, like tell her. This diamond. Tell her she's Blah. the one. But on this pendant, there are two diamonds. One of it is you, and the other one is her. And around it, it's a circle signifying your love. And you're like, what? 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 How many people have this diamond, first of all? Cause well, apparently a lot. Shitload. Based on the numbers you shared. It's not terrible. Like, I don't want to have the same thing. Like, here, honey, this diamond represents you, and this diamond represents me. <laughs> and this and this circle around both diamonds represents our life and our undying love. Like, uh, like you are unique, just like this pendant that millions of other women have. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> Totally. That's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, so depressing day. How many people how many people commit suicide? A lot. Do we have numbers? Well, they were saying that calls to suicide lines spike on Valentine's Day. So they may not actually follow through with it, but like the feelings of suicide, suicide ideation spikes like significantly on valentine's day and i was also reading a lot of people think and i thought this too that like the holidays are when suicide rates rise the highest it's actually in the spring um because they're coming down from the from the holidays and then no well it's now they're by themselves it starts with valentine's day which can feel very isolating and trigger these feelings of loneliness and depression because Valentine's Day is an, it's not an inclusive holiday. It's about the couple. And so if you're not in a couple, you can feel, get triggered with all these feelings, especially if you do have any kind of depression or mental illness diagnosed, that's sort of like the trigger that starts that downward spiral, which really spikes in April with higher levels of suicide. Yeah, it's really, it's a real bummer. But that's what's so fucked up about this holiday in quotes. It's supposed to be this thing about love, but really it's just either making people feel depressed, suicidal, isolated, or it's like, People who are in relationships feel pressure, obligation, or disappointment. 
And it's a billion dollar industry for all of the companies. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's fucked up because even if people say that they don't care about Valentine's Day, we've been so conditioned that like Valentine's Day is like a day, romantic day where you should be with like, you should just be with someone, anyone. Like anyone. any anyone, you know, like I feel like some people are like, well, I'll just be with the, it doesn't matter. I'll just get a date, you know, and it's like, no, Ugh. no, no, no. Why are we made to feel that way? Right. But even if you're Why someone who has the position of like, I don't care about Valentine's Day. It doesn't mean anything to me. The fact that you still have to think about it and have a position about it uh-huh. speaks to how prevalent it is in the consciousness that it's like, well, you have to take a stand on this holiday one way or another. Totally. Such a, I think it's a It's holiday. so silly. Well, I have a funny thing. I okay. was trying to look at... Yeah, let's bring some what, lightness. Well, I was trying to think of like, why, why is the heart shaped like a heart? Well, I thought it was tits and a pussy. <laughs> That's what I always Well, thought. yeah, some people think that it is. It's like two breasts. Two breasts. The well, this is the well, here it says modeled after after breasts, buttocks, and other parts of the human anatomy. Wink wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, yeah, other people like other beliefs say it's like the shape of an ivy leaf um, that is associated with fidelity. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Another theory um, comes from, I don't know how to say this, but it's a Greek colony of uh, Cyrene. Cyrene? Spell it. C-Y-R-E-N-E. Cyrene. Cyrene. I guess um, in this place, there was a, a species of giant fennel uh, that once... <laughs> what? I know. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. A giant fennel that uh, once grew in the North African coastline near this colony. And I guess the ancient Greeks and Romans used, um, it's called, it was called the um, Silphium. That's what it's called. That's what the giant fennel was called, Silphium. And it's said that the Greeks and the Romans used the Silphium uh, for flavoring and also as medicine, but that also they use it as a method of early birth control. Oh. I did not know that. It was most famous for its its birth control. Like by eating it or? I guess so, yeah. A tea or like a sticking it up there? Well, I, I don't know if, I don't know how exactly they consumed it, if it was in tea form Well, it was consumed in different forms because it was transformed as a cough syrup. Like, I guess it was amazing as a cough syrup. And then they discovered that it was great for birth control. And after that was discovered, like, it became so popular that it was actually cultivated into extinction by the first century AD. Wow. Isn't that amazing? And the pod of this, the sea pod of this silphium is in a shape heart. It's in 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 a... in the shape of a heart. So are you saying the symbol of love is birth control? Is birth control. It's <laughs> also the symbol for birth control. Yes. I want to love you and not have children. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. It was like printed into some coins, even this this seed pod, because mm. it was so important. Um, and it was so coveted after. 
then yeah that's that's where it is other people think that it's i don't know because of aristotle's depiction of what the heart with three chambers must look like and so then that also was another possibility but isn't that amazing that's crazy i know the birth control aspect of it i know that's that's really interesting it is like people have always been practicing birth control in one way or another. Yeah. And I wonder how they found out that this particular herb, this particular plant was, had that power, right. had that thing. Birth control. How did, yeah, how did, I don't know. How did they find that out? I don't know. God. Well, they just had shit ton of sex and they were like, well, we've had no children for like a year. And I drink this tea every day. And I drink this tea every day. Must be the tea. Hey, why not? Honestly, that kind of sucks that it was cultivated, but it's interesting that it was cultivated into extinction. Well, isn't it? How was it how was it cultivated into extinction? Well, they must have just overused it until they Yeah, ran but out. the the plants have seeds. So Maybe normally they had, a, they had a bad crop one year and then that was it. Fuck, everyone was fucked. <laughs> I wonder like what they thought of when it's like, "Oh my god, we don't have any more of this plant." I guess we that's how we ended up alive today. Yeah. That's why there's so many people in the world. Because that one fucking plan. Because that one fucking plan. <laughs> that bad fucking year. Bad crop year. Yeah, it's really interesting. And I guess the, the heart shape became super popular during the Renaissance era. Um, and that's when it kind of started um, being depicted in, uh, in the sacred heart of Christ. And the four suits of the playing cards. Hmm. Yeah. That's that's the heart story. Very good. I see. Yeah. Different theories as always, but I like the Sylphium better. Yeah, that's a great story. It is. Well, Valentine's Day is, is tough. It's tough on everybody. It Whether is tough on everyone. you're with someone or you're not with someone. So what can we do to enjoy a good Valentine's Day? Well, I don't know, but I read in the, the Cavalier Lit Daily, little things to do if you're single, they actually listed 10 things, which I'm going to share with you right now. These are the dumb, and then these you're are gonna, dumb things. You're going you're gonna, <laughs> to gonna tell me after I read them oh, okay. how ridiculous you think this okay. is. Or amazing, I don't know. Okay, what to do if you're single on Valentine's? Celebrate Palentine's Day. Mm. I also read Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day is even a bitmoji now. Oh, I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, it says Galentine's Day. You see the bitmoji with like two glasses of champagne and like chocolate. Like, hey, that's the thing. It's like people are forced to take a stand and be like, I'm fine without love. I'm great. I have my gals. <laughs> See how good I'm doing. Oh, I'm so lonely. Like, that's so fucked up. I know. I know. It's it's fucked up. Well, celebrate Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day, whatever. Okay. Um, Hop on Tinder. No. Wait. You just wait. Okay. Buy yourself a gift. Catch up on celebrity gossip. Pig out. Binge watch. Practice predicting the future. What? <laughs> Who wrote this, Carmen? Read the news. Pet some dogs. 
Get drunk. Okay, so that yeah. sounds like... That sounds like a man wrote this. It's Wednesday. Yeah, that sounds like... (laughs) I'm gonna binge watch TV anyway. I'm gonna read the news anyway. I'm gonna catch up on the celebrity gossip. I'm gonna pet my dog. I'm gonna do all that shit anyway. But here it says pet something. Like, this this is making this, like, single people seem desperate and... Yes. And and, 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 and stupid and pathetic as... Lonely. Hey, you're single. Pig out. Get drunk. Yeah, you're single on Valentine's. Hop on Tinder. (sighs) Are you Uh, fucking kidding me? Hey, you're lonely on Valentine's. Why don't you just practice predicting the future? Are you? Is this a fucking joke? I mean, this is the worst advice on earth. It's really bad advice. I mean, it's just like it's has no value. To anything. It could be any day of the week. It doesn't... You could give the same advice. How could you pre- How could you practice predicting the future? God damn it, how Cavalier you, Daily. What the, the fuck? How could practice that? How did this get published? How did, how did this get published? Well, this shit's shameful. I mean, anyone can self-publish. Not I, I feel like we're being a little harsh on Cavalier Daily. I'm sorry. Sorry. No. I'm not sorry at all. I just, These are <laughs> horrible suggestions. I just don't want anyone to get mad at me. <laughs> But I think it's dumb. Yeah. Well, nobody's <laughs> going to get mad. But, like, you could do better than this, whoever wrote this. Seriously. Like, put some effort into it, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. God. Well, what should people do if they're single? What should... Well, or in well, a relationship. Should. Or in a relationship. Well, I think it comes down to loving yourself. Mm. Whether you're with someone or you're single... Some people are happily single. Some people are unhappily coupled. So it's really about how do you do something to take care of yourself in a loving way. Like getting drunk, pigging out. That's not self-care. That's like self-indulgence. Right. But what is something that makes you feel loved? I think that's really the key. Because if we can invest more time and effort into genuinely treating ourselves with love and the kind of love that we give to other people so readily and then look at ourselves and go, oh, you're stupid, you're fat, why are you that, that, that? Like treating ourselves like crap. If you can really invest in taking your care, taking care of yourself in a loving way, that's, that's the key to a happier life and a happier relationship. Yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah, you gotta do whatever makes you happy. Like, really what makes you happy, you know? Yeah. And if if you have to have this day to, like, remind you of that, like, in your face, like, hey. In your face. Make yourself happy. What is it that, maybe take this day and do things that you don't usually have time to do because you're working and you're busy and you're running around yeah, like crazy. take yourself on a little self-date. Take yourself on a fucking you date. You don't have to spend money. No. You can go walk on the beach. Go yeah. for a hike. Whatever. Watch Real Housewives. Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't Whatever. have to, you don't have to spend billions of dollars. No, you just do whatever makes you happy. If you haven't, I don't know, maybe maybe you don't usually pig out. Maybe you want to pig out today. Maybe you do want to fucking self-indulge. Maybe you do want to go to a fucking animal shelter and pet dogs and give them love. Maybe you do want to... Get drunk. Get drunk and get shit-faced. 
maybe you maybe it is a brilliant list. Maybe it actually is an amazing <laughs> list. <laughs> I'm gonna do this today. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna buy myself a gift. I'm gonna pet all the fucking dogs. I'm gonna binge watch the shit out yes. of everything, and I'm gonna get drunk. That sounds like a great day to me. It sounds like a great day to me. I know. Just make yourself happy. It's so important. I feel like a lot of people are like you say, like give their love so readily and 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 you always tend to think of other people first or what does he think she think what does he want she want what's you know but you always leave yourself last and i think that i think that 2018 it's kind of the year to put yourself first yeah on many different levels and i think that maybe valentine's day is a good reminder of that yeah you can you have much more to give when you have a full tank. Mm-hmm. Full tank. All right. All right. I think we're done here. Yeah. What what is we, there more full fucking tank? Given brilliant advice. Go have fun. We've given We've informed and educated mm-hmm. and entertained. And entertained. Our job here is done. Thanks for listening. We love you. You can chat with us on Instagram at PTalkPod or give us a shout out on Twitter at Pussy Talk Pod. Till next time. Meow.